Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Stop reacting 
we have to stop feeding into. We have to stop believing in the lies, the system, the way it works, the way it operates, the way it is designed. We have to stop believing in it. We have to stop being controlled by it. And how do we do that? It's going to take everyone, not just one or two of us, not a thousand of us. It needs to take four million of melanites or more to unplug, completely unplug. I don't know. You tell me how we do this. You probably are already thinking about how it's impossible. Nothing is impossible when we become one. When we think as one, as we move as one, when we become one. Now, I want to read to you tonight. And because this channel was inspired by the great Marcus Garvey, and you need to do research if you haven't heard uh, of Marcus Garvey. Um, if you're doing revolutionary work, you already know. Um, that's why I entitled this channel M. Guna. It is to unite melanated beings, period. I don't want to discuss non-melanated people because that's not my issue, yet I am not racist, I do not discriminate, but I am a very proud melanite. And I will sing it to the top of the roofs. And if that offends you, again, that is not my focus. My focus is to improve the state of our nation, to improve the relationship between our nation, every last one of them, the labels, the categories, um, the division, um, language, the divisive language, no more can that happen on this channel, in my world, around my being. So, I want to not go on a rant about the state of our nation. I'm just going to read um, an insert from, and this is Selected Writings of Marcus Garvey uh, and his speeches. And I, co I go to this book often 
just to get the inspiration that keeps me fighting this fight um, and to keep me motivated and to keep me encouraged and to keep me informed about what it is that made Marcus Garvey successful in uniting our people and um, he's very important in that sense um, if many um, organizations who are fighting um, for justice or you know just basic rights for melanated people Marcus Garvey is a great start because he lived in a time when this um, racism and all these things were just at its peak and you know the slaves probably have been freed only 50 years um, it was kind of like a transitioning time for America and the black nation and melanated nation and I don't like to say black only because to me, I'm learning that black is a color and it doesn't give us nationhood and it's becoming a watered down, weak term. And I, I don't like to say weak when it comes to black. Um, I love my blackness and I love the, the black movement. So if you relate more with the word black, just know that I am interchanging them. Um, the melanated, melanite um, with black. And that's why this is Dark Matter readings. Um, Marcus Garvey Universal Melanated, Melanin Association. All right. So, selective writings uh, and speeches, Marcus Garvey. Now, I turned to a page earlier, um, page 54. I'm just going to start there, and he's speaking about, um, uh, let's see, I'm going to just, he's speaking about Emancipation Day, and it's Liberty Hall, New York City, January 1st, 1922, and um, he's saying how um, Abraham freed the slaves 59 years ago, so it was 59 years um when slaves had been freed while Marcus Garvey was doing the work to liberate our people. Um, so he's saying four million Negroes were set free. And then uh, he says Queen Victoria of England signed the emancipation to set the West Indians free. So I'm going to go into reading what he says, okay? And this is very important, very important words. West Indian Negroes celebrate their emancipation on the first day of August of every year. The American Negroes celebrate their emancipation on the first of January every year. 
Tonight we are here to celebrate the emancipation of the slaves in this country. Now some of you may think that we are no longer slaves and it doesn't apply. So let's use that word slavery in 2017 and think about how we are still in slavery. Alright, so we are the descendants of the men and women who suffered in this country for 250 years under the barbarous, the brutal institution known as slavery. You, who have not lost trace of your history, will recall the fact that over 300 years ago, your forebears were taken from the great continent of Africa and brought here for the purpose of using them as slaves. Without mercy, without any sympathy, they worked our forebears. They suffered, they bled, they died, but with their sufferings, with their blood, which they shed in their death, they had a hope that one day their posterity would be free. And we are assembled here tonight as the children of their hope. I trust each and every one of you, therefore you will realize that you have a duty which is incumbent upon you, a duty that you must perform because our forebears who suffered, who bled, who died had hopes that we as their children will be free. But they also hoped that their country from whence they came would also free, be free to their children, their grandchildren, and great-grandchildren at some future time. That's us. It is for the freedom of that country, that motherland of ours, that four and a half million Negroes as members of the Universal Negro Improvement Association are laboring today. This race of ours gave civilization, gave art, gave science, gave literature to the world. But it has been the, the way with races and nations. The one race stands out prominently in the one century or in the one age. And in another century or age, it passes off the stage of action and another race takes its place. The Negro once occupied a high position in the world, scientifically, artistically, and commercially. But in the balancing of the great scale of evolution, we lost our place and someone other than ourselves occupies the stand we once held. God never intended that man should enslave his fellow and the price of such a sin or such a violation of heaven's law must be paid by everyone. As for me, because of the blessed past, because of the history that I know, so long as there is within me the breath of life and the spirit of God, I shall struggle on and urge others of our race to struggle on to see that, that justice is done 
to the black peoples of the world, the melanin peoples of the world. Yes, we appreciate the sorrows of the past. And we are, we are going to work in the present that the sorrows of our generation shall not be perpetrated into the future. On the contrary, we shall strive that by our neighbors, succeeding generations of our own shall call us blessed, even as we call the generations of the past blessed today. And they intend, and they indeed were blessed. They were blessed with a patience not yet known to man. They were blessed with a patience not yet known to man. Our ancestors. A patience that enabled them to endure the tortures and the sufferings of slavery for 250 years. Why? Was it because they loved slavery so? No. It was because they loved this generation more. They loved our generation more. Isn't that wonderful? Isn't it wonderful? Transcendent? What then are you going to do to show your appreciation of this love? What gratitude are you going to manifest in return for what they have done for you? As for me, knowing that she once enjoyed hundreds of years, Africa. Um, as for me, knowing the sufferings of my forefathers, I shall give back to Africa that liberty that she once enjoyed hundreds of years ago before her own sons and daughters were taken from the sh her shores and brought in chains to this western world. No better gift can I give in honor of the memory of the love of my four parents for me. In gratitude of the sufferings they endured that I might be free. No grander gift can I bear to the sacred memory of the generation past than a free and a redeemed Africa, a monument for all eternity, for all times, for all times. As by the action of the world, as by the conduct of all the races in nations, it is apparent that no, not one of them has the sense of justice, the sense of love, the sense of equality, the sense of charity that would make men happy and make God satisfied. It is apparent that it is left to the Negro, Melanite, to play such a part in human affairs for when we look to the Anglo-Saxon we see him full of greed, avarice
peace and light family and welcome to another session of um, the Marcus Carvey Universal Melanin Association uh, readings with Majestica Melanin now I know the last video you all saw me in I was kind of upset I was frustrated with um, all the uh, just foolery that's going on um, that continues to go on and it's funny that the conscious community responded in such a way that it reminded me of just the typical black family meaning we go through a lot of drama in our family. We go through hurt, pain, um, things that are clearly dysfunctional, clearly disturbing, mentally uh, damaging. And then we turn around and we don't talk about it. We pretend it didn't happen. We hide it. We cover it up. And we go on to become adults and we have all these unresolved issues and emotions and we're trying to figure out where it came from so i just thought that was funny how everything is being handled and we're going to get past that and i'm over that so um i wish everyone well in the conscious community um I know that we're no longer saying conscious because we are conscious. So um, just that whole uh, community that's building and attempting to unite uh, the Melanites of the world. More power to you, brothers and sisters. Um, so I respect anyone who is genuinely building the people, genuinely doing the work, genuinely um, reaching out and with good intentions, with a, a progressive attitude, with that, um, that um, just drive and that ambition and um, that determination that we're seeking. So, um, as promised, I wanted to begin our journey with the game of chess. And as you can see behind me, um, this is what I do. Um, I've taught chess for um, over 10 years. Um, I've taught my, my children that I um, teach. Um, I am a former ELA teacher, science, math, uh, algebra, um, basically multi-subject for middle school, high school. Um, I've taught every grade, you name it, even on the collegiate level. So I don't put myself in a box as far as, oh, I'm a fifth grade teacher. Um, no, I'm a teacher, period. I am an educator. Um, I love reading and writing is my 
meditation. Writing is my um, escape and my healing. Um, it's like therapy. So any writers out there, you know what I mean. But anyway, let's get to this chess game. Alright, so your first piece you're going to learn, and I know that some people already know, pawn. Um, now, the pawn, I want to let us know, we're going to think about chess as life. So I want, when I teach my middle school boys um, who has won championships and um, they they understand that chess is exactly the same as making uh, strategic moves in life as well. So as you're going about your day, you're trying to build a career, um, your family, relationships, anything it is that you want, you have to think about the game of chess. And um, this is what our, our melanites are missing. A lot of us do not understand this game. And if you do not understand this game, you do not know what <clears throat> is happening to us on a larger scale as a nation. So, the pawn. The pawn, it represents, um, I would say just the people, like our community, everybody as a whole, humanity. The, the workers, though. You think about those people who are living day to day, paycheck to paycheck. They're making sacrifices for their families. Um, they're they're um, you know dealing with just deciding what they're going to eat. Um, are they going to pay a bill this week? Those people are. Um, limits it in their movement they can't move too much but you put them in a good position and they may or may not advance so as in the game of war or any other um, games of competition you have to sacrifice certain things to get to the bigger um, <clears throat> goal or you know the the, the goal <laughs> you want to you want to win okay you want to get to the object of the game so the pawn i don't want to spend too much time on the pawn but the beautiful thing about the pawn is once you move the pawn to the to the top you get it to the other side this can become anything any other piece meaning I can choose my uh, to make it a, uh, a rook or a knight or a bishop, queen, um, no king, but I can make this simple person to become the worker, become the queen. All right, so most people exchange it out for the queen once they when strategically work their way to any part of the other side okay so keep that in mind don't sleep on the pawn the pawns are valuable in a sense so let's think about it because the beautiful thing about chess is each piece 
does his own thing and we need to get back um, like that as a nation, as a people. You know, we have our scientists, we have our um, our historians, we have our doctors, our lawyers, we have our own um, facet of people doing what they're supposed to do for the greater cause. Alright, the next piece we're going to learn about, um, we're going to go through the work, okay? So each piece I'm going to tell you what it represents, what it does, how it moves, and what role it plays in the greater um, part of the ob the objective, okay? One, two, only on the first move can the pawn jump two spaces to begin. That's the only time it can make that move in the game. Now, it can make a decision to move just one, um, or it can move two. Alright? It can move two. Now, remember, the pawn, just beginning, first move, it is allowed to move either one space, or it can take the choice to move two. Now, let's think about how the pawn uh, eliminates or um, takes out another piece. This pawn can take diagonal. Okay, so they move one or two out the gate. After that, they only move one, one space at a time, forward, and then they eliminate other players diagonal. Alright? We got the pump. Now, let's go to our rook. Okay? The rook, let's think about the rook as intelligence. Let's think about it as the arms of a nation, the military of the nation. Um, let's think about it as, uh, I have little notes, so I want to, I want to, think about the rook because let's think about how the rook moves the rook we have to take that out but the rook goes straight or sideways it can stop there and move so you're moving straight lines all right they're very strategic in how they move they can stop go down as long as they're moving forward in a straight line all right so let's think about the rook as the military, surveillance, um, the latitude and the longitude, all right, or latitude and longitude, um, international, let's think about domestic, um, the people like um, the NSA, the FBI, all these um, intelligence agencies, this is what the rook would be, okay? You're thinking about collecting and sharing information. So you share information directly, all right? When you're given intelligence, you give it directly so that no other person that you do not want to hear the information or know you have to give this information in secret um, and in a direct way, all right? Both in every way, domestic, international, 
um, think about the outermost player, all right? So if he's the outermost player, he's like the watcher. He's moving around the board watching, um, giving intelligence. The rook is very powerful, all right? Um, it is one of the most powerful pieces on the board. Most players um, are left with these at the end of the game, and we'll get to the point. But first, understand the rook as intelligence or the arm to the bishop. All right? Think about what the bishop is. All right? Our bishop. Our bishop moves diagonal. Boom. It moves diagonal in any direction as long as it's clear, forward, and backwards. The bishop. Now, what is the bishop in the real world? You saw what the bishop does on the board. If he's slicing and moving in a um, sort of a, a cute way, what will we make of this bishop? Let's call the bishop propaganda. Yes, propaganda. So, what is propaganda? Look it up. Because you should know what propaganda is by now. Alright? Um, why are we fighting? It's telling us... Um, it's kind of like the religion, the, the media, the entertainment, the news, the movies... Um, the social media, the public opinion, the um, just the indoctrinating of our nation, the bishop. It comes and it's it's slicing us in half. It's dividing us. All these things that propagate propaganda. All right, very important. Um, what else? Religion, alright? It's called a bishop. <laughs> Think about that. Alright? And I'm going to share the history of chess for those who don't know. And it's very interesting how the game came about. Very mathematical game. And it all goes back to the numbers. Alright? All goes back to the numbers. So propaganda, the news, entertainment, religion, the social media stuff, all those things that are outside of us giving influence. Alright? That device and the way you remember how it moves is it slices diagonal. Acute angle. Two. You have one on green and one on white. And on my board, it's green and white, but you'll see the dark and light. The rook, you have two rooks. Alright. You have to understand how each piece operates, how it moves, what it represents, and symbolizes in, in our lives so that we can move as a nation on the same page and we can both understand 
both sides of the board. Black is always on defense. Real, real talk. Definitely, we're always on defense. We never go first, which the white side goes first, or the light side always goes first. It's a rule. Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.